men, most men have been weakened and softened. Um, it's no fault of their own. It's just how, how the world has been set up right now, which is why this work is, is so important. It's like, we, we have to, we have to snap out of the trance, man. And we need, uh, we need more men, especially men recognizing that because when men step into their purpose, into their power, that's like, that's a new level of leadership that's unlocked in, the, in this world. And the impact is far greater than any man working a job he doesn't enjoy just to pay the bills. When you, when you go to step off that path and go, you know, I'm going to start that business or follow that passion and go in this direction, you're going to come up against all your fears because most of the time people stay in soul sucking jobs because it's, it's a form of coping. They're too afraid to, to, to face the, the discomfort that may arise. So that's where the warrior journey begins as a man. It's like, you got to eventually unhook yourself from the, the, the comfort blanket and go after the thing that you're, you really, you're really here to do. And that's when you get to put, put to work your practices, put to work the, the spiritual disciplines, the spiritual principles of acceptance, surrender, um, like allowing, you know, just go, Hey, cool. This is scary. I'm, I'm afraid I need support. And you learn so much through that process, as you know, right. That's where, that's where all the growth is, is like just deciding to go the path less traveled, go take the route, the unknown path. Welcome to Masculine Mastery, a show dedicated to helping men open their hearts, rise into their greatness, and liberate their most alive, awakened, and authentic selves. My name is Christopher August, and I invite you to join me each week alongside some of today's most respected thought leaders, where we'll be diving deep into a wide range of topics to support the evolution of masculinity and the consciousness of this planet. happening everybody we are back for another episode of masculine mastery i am your host christopher august and today we have jordan candlish coming on and i've been following jordan's work now for a little while and one thing that i appreciate about this guy is his truth and authenticity and You know, one thing when I tune into any sort of content creator, it's really just the discernment of are they fully living in the embodiment of their truth? And I really feel that from Jordan himself and just appreciate all of the work that he does with men and yeah, just really an incredible person. So this conversation that we had and the conversation that we shared together was really special because it was really the first time that we had tuned in with one another. And and generally I like to have conversations with people, especially if I don't know them before I kind of, you know, drop into a vulnerable space and within, within this podcast, but I didn't know Jordan before. And I felt like after connecting with him, and sharing that space with him, I felt a, a deep brotherhood and um, someone that I could absolutely be uh, friends with. And I'm in full support of everything he's doing. And yeah, just a really, really good conversation. So I'm very excited to yeah share this with you. Before we dive in, I just want to share with you a few things. Number one, I am co-hosting a seven-day all-inclusive men's retreat on the Big Island of Hawaii 
from October 30th to November 6th at Kokowasi Retreat Center. This is an off-grid three-acre property that is full of abundance. There's over 20 different fruit trees. There's a yoga and meditation shala. There's plenty of nature and space, beautiful bungalows and casitas. And this is going to be a space over seven days in which men from around the globe can come to, to heal, to connect, to elevate themselves from the inside out. And we're going to be going through seven days through five different elements, connecting with the elements within nature and within the self so that you can fully step into your true power, your true purpose, your true potential. And I am so stoked for this. It's going to be next level and deeply, deeply transformative. So if you are listening to this and you are looking for a space to come, to get away from all of the noise and fully ground yourself in nature to be supported from other brothers, from other men, that are doing this work as well, then I invite you to come and join me and Sean Graves, who is the other facilitator, on this really immersive experience and retreat. And we're calling in 12 men, so it's limited to only 12 people. And if you're interested in joining us and learning more about this experience, you can go to masculinemastery.co.co. And at the top, you will see a tab for experiences. You click on that and you can download the PDF with all of the details on how to apply if you're interested. And we would love to see you there. And lastly, if you enjoy this conversation with Jordan and you enjoy any of the other podcasts, the different conversations, then I urge you to go on over to Apple or Spotify, and please subscribe, follow, rate the podcast. It really helps me to spread these messages to more men and to humanity. So with that being said, I look forward to speaking with all of you soon and enjoy this conversation today with Jordan Candlish. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to Masculine Mastery. I am joined today by my man Jordan and excited to drop into whatever this conversation has to offer. We don't know yet. We're going to kind of just flow with it and see uh, see where things go. So what's up, Jordan? How are you doing, man? What's up, Chris? Great to be here, brother. Starting my day as you're probably ending your day, but yeah, really, really energized for this conversation. Awesome. Awesome. And you are... You're tuning in from Australia. I'm tuning in from Mexico. And the beautiful thing about doing this podcast is that we can talk from anywhere in the world. And yeah, just wanted to drop in with you to speak to a lot of things. I feel like uh, there's a there's a lot that's going to come up and I already feel the synergy between, you know, just our conversation talking offline for a few moments. So I'm just, uh, yeah, eager to see where it takes us. And with that being said, I'd love to know a little bit about uh, your your background, your story and, you know, where you've been and where you are now and that journey in between, you know, as a man growing into, 
your potential and elevating yourself and doing that inner work, which again, I commend you for and commend all the men that I, I bring on for doing this work and, and for leaning into these edges. Cause it's not always easy. So yeah, just want to, want to drop in a little bit about that in your story. Thanks man. Um, yeah, I'll try and keep it as succinct as, as possible, but you know, I feel like what, what came through me straight away as you were asking me that question was, you know, the journey kind of begins in your relationship with your parents. And mm. I will give a quick background around my relationship with my dad because that kind of set the, the tone and the context for the, you know, the rest of my life, really, like any man. But my dad was, was a, he's from Scotland. He's a hard man. Worked very, I watched him work very hard for money growing up. He was a welder. He worked offshore on oil rigs. Um, and he loved football, soccer. And he drilled into me at a young age that you, know, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta sacrifice to get the things you want. If you want, if you, if you want things in life, you gotta work hard. You gotta be disciplined. You, you, gotta, you gotta really put in the work. And I just followed his path. I followed what he told me. And I adopted a lot of his ideologies and belief systems around what hard work meant and what success meant. And for most people in the millennial generation, our parents' success was get a good job, make money, provide for your family, and that's it. That's good. So I did that. You know, I followed that traditional path. I was like, all right, I'm going to study money. I studied finance and accounting at university. And it was hard work because it wasn't my natural gift. It wasn't my passion. So I had to fucking work hard, bro. I was at uni way longer than what most of the other students needed to be to get through that. Um, while simultaneously really believing that I was going to play professional soccer for a long while. So I was training every day, playing at a high level here in Australia. Um, and I hit this point in my journey at around 21 where I, I hit the pinnacle of both those, both those fields for, for where I was at. You know, I got a job, at, a graduate job at Deloitte, which is one of the best accounting firms in the world. Mm -hmm. And I hit, uh, I started getting paid to play soccer. So I was at a semi-professional level. Very proud achievement. My dad was so happy. But on the inside, I was empty, man. I was, bro I was like unfulfilled and broken in a way because I was like, wait, this is the thing that I thought that I wanted. I thought after I'd get this, I'd be happy. And here I was very drained, unmotivated and, and quite like just not enjoying my life at all at 21. And I had a bit of an existential crisis in that period. And I started to question things a lot. And I'm like, is this, is this it? Is this what I really want? Is this me? And as you'll know, as soon as those questions start getting asked, that's when spirit or life starts to bring you a little bit deeper within yourself. And at the time, I remember like looking on YouTube because YouTube was just pick, like just kind of picking up around then, searching uh, like, you know, how to find your purpose and all this stuff on YouTube. And I started to watch three main creators and I'll share those main creators because they're still very big right now. Russell Brand was one of the first people I discovered. Tom Billu was one of the first people I discovered back when he started Impact Theory. Um, and uh, Elliot Hulse was the other one I, I started watching. So I started consuming this content. Russell Brand said he practiced yoga all the time. So I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. I started practicing yoga and the rest is history, man. That yoga, my yoga practice turned into something I did four or five times a week. It started to get me beyond my mind. It started to connect me with a deeper part of myself, my soul. And for the first time ever, I started to hear the truth, my intuition, what my heart really wanted beyond all the conditioning, beyond all the, the adopted belief systems of my family and my, my friends and society. And for the first time ever, I had a, had a glimpse. I was like, this isn't me. I'm not meant to be an accountant. I'm not meant to stand, be in an office all day. Uh, so that journey took me, took me about 16 months to, of really embodying the truth of who I was, which was practicing present moment awareness, really accepting my, my current situation in my life and 
when I got to that point where I knew I was ready, I, I just felt called to, to fly back out to Canada, to live in Canada for, for two and a half years. And that's what I did. And uh, yeah, my, my coaching journey, my men's work journey just all evolved from that. And now my commitment is, is just follow my truth at all costs, follow my heart, follow my intuition. Um, and it's never, it's never led me astray. <laughs> so that's mm. the quick end of it, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think there's a lot in there um, about what you shared and, and just being, you know, and having the, I guess, model of, of masculinity through these certain aspects, one in this case being your dad and, and, you know, the journey he's taken. And, you know, I think this paradigm, and this is the paradigm that I've seen shift and it's like, I'm 35, so I'm like a talent of the millennial generation, but the programs and conditions passed down from the baby boomers about how things need to be. And this is global, everybody I talk to. And so it's like, okay, because they're conditioning from their parents, you know, growing up in, you know, if they're in America, the great depression and all this, you know, stuff they're, they're thinking, well, this is exactly the blueprint. And I think our generation specifically came to tor tear that down a little bit and really like reconstruct um, what this world is going to look like. And now my, my son, who's almost three, you know, they're, they're the ones that are like building this whole thing up and will. Um, but I think we're here to kind of like tear down, tear that down in a way. And so it's amazing to see other men such as you who embrace that and step into that because that's not an easy thing because, you know, there's, there's a lot of ego shots in that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm sure you've had many of those sort of ego bruises along the way where it's like, you know, you want to be that solid provider and all of the, the small self gets in the way of worth and all of that. And then when you try to take your own journey as an entrepreneur, of course, you know, the challenges in that as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's commendable is what I'm trying to say. So thank you, bro. Appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, you're right. It, it is, it is the, it's the road less traveled. That's for sure. You know, I remember mm. a lot of my colleagues, my graduate colleagues at Deloitte, I was like, man, is, are you guys fucking feeling this as well? This is, this is shit fuck this. And they're all feel everyone else is feeling it, but no one was acting on it. And there was just this fire, man, the fire got lit in me. I was like, I ain't wasting my life doing this. I got more in me. I got more to give. And we need, uh, we need more men, especially men recognizing that because when men step into their purpose, into their power, that's like, that's a new level of leadership that's unlocked in, the, in its world. And the impact is far greater than any man working a job he doesn't enjoy just to pay the bills. So mm. uh, amen to that, man. I, I mean, I, my journey is very similar in many ways. So I, I feel you and I can relate on a deep level. And, you know, what do you, what do you feel um, based on your experience with, with working with men and, and, and watching the unfoldment and the growth of another man? And wh where have you seen sort of the setbacks and, you know, what's this, take, for example, the guy in the office that you sat next to at Deloitte, right? Just some character that is working this job, doing this thing. What is, what is the hesitation there to take that step in your, in your opinion? Where, where, where do you feel like the disconnect is and why that step sometimes doesn't get taken? Mm. You know, this, this is my true belief. My firm belief on this is there is, there's a lack of faith. There's a lack of mm. connection with spirituality if you don't have that from the get-go if you don't have a strong belief that you are going to be taken care of you're going to be looked after life will take care of you god the universe consciousness gaia whatever you believe in as your faith if you don't have a connection with some form of faith you'll never take a big leap you'll never take a big risk the the, the risk 
is too scary. The, the, the main reason why like, I'm, I'm willing to take big risks in my life is because I know life's got me. You know, I'll always be taken care of. I'm like, I'll always be taken to exactly what I need to receive in that moment to get a lesson to unlock another level of understanding. So I feel like most men don't have a connection with, with God, with, for me, I, I, for me, it's spirit. I grew up Catholic, but I never resonated with that form of religion. So I, I ended up going more down the spirituality path where I read, read a lot of books about, you know, connecting with your spirit guides and things like that. And I, I have a strong belief in that. So until anyone has faith in their life, uh, they're always going to take the safe, the safe route. They're always going to play it safe. Um, mm. And that the world right now is, is set up in a way to, to give you the safety. I will pay you like just, just enough money so you can have food and have a house. But like, don't go and do too much because, you know, then you might disrupt the system and affect, <laughs> affect everyone else. So you just get given this little payment every, every month or however often people get paid just to stay comfortable. Stay comfortable. So, yeah, and that's probably a bit of an unorthodox answer to that question, but it was just something that came through me around, like, you've got to have faith. You've got to have some sort of belief in something greater than you, divine order, divine intelligence. And when you surrender all of your small self to that, that's power, man. That's like, whew, you're like, and you can get access to that through plant medicine work or through deep meditation work, through some sort of spiritual practice, but it must be cultivated, in my opinion. What, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Mm, I really love that answer, you know, and, and that's something that's been, I think, apparent across the whole journey for me over the past 15 plus years of actually stepping into this and, and yeah, learning, learning about myself and, and how, um, yeah, I'm here to show up in the world. And of course it's not been an easy thing, but I think at the foundation of anything is, is surrender and trust. Mm. And, you know, I think there's a lot of misconception around what it means to actually surrender, you know, from, from if, on the surface, I think for some people, it's like, oh, just kind of letting it all go and just stepping back. But it's more than that, you know, and what you're speaking to here is this idea of being able to give yourself over to a higher power and then trust the unfoldment of that. And that's, that's also taking action as well. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's stepping into the fire and, and, and not you know, shine away from the edges of the uncomfortability that comes with that, because I mean, naturally that's, what's going to happen, but you know, in, from your experience being and stepping into this fire and then actually like proving to yourself on the other side, Oh, well, that wasn't that bad, but you know, through that process, through that journey, through that path, you learn so, so much. And it's like, fuck, I don't want to stay in this cozy little bubble mm -hmm. and just sit here for the rest of my life. I, I need, I need meaning. I need, I need purpose and I need to be able to push myself to these edges because that is really what life is all about to evolve. Just simple as that. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Especially for men, men, we need to have uh, a constant willingness to step into the fire, step into the discomfort because that's when we get to practice you know, our ability to be rock solid within ourselves. And if we don't practice like, pushing the edges, how are we going to be when we come up against like a woman that starts to push our edges and we just crumble or we just like can't hold ourselves? They're not going to trust us. They're not going to trust us as a leader and they're not going to feel safe around us. So a man must like build safety within himself, must build strength within himself so that when he does go out to lead or does go out to build and create something, like other people can be like, oh, fuck, I, this guy's got it. I, I trust him. I feel safe around him, you know, and that's what's missing right now. Men have been weakened. 
men, most men have been weakened and softened. Um, it's no fault of their own. It's just how, how the world has been set up right now, which is why this work is, is so important. It's like we, we, have to, we have to snap out of the trance, man. The snap, we're to wake up, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm really passionate about this work right now. I feel that the perp, it, it's now is a really crucial time. Like, as you know, as a lot of people in this work know, there's just a real big shifts happening. There's like a new earth being born and the people doing this work are the leaders of that new earth. So yeah, the more we talk mm -hmm. about it, the better, the more we share, the better. Yeah. I'm getting chills right now. I was just like really feeling into that and, and you know, the, the, really the power behind this and, you know, the, like I told you, my intention for this is just to create more awareness and, and conversations around these topics, because the more conversations that happen, the more willingness, you know, men are willing to kind of like, yeah, push those edges and step into that. And yeah, you know, I would argue that it's the most important work on the planet. hundred men, men, no doubt in my together. mind. Yep. Yep. No doubt. Most important work there is to be done right now is figure your internal shit out. Like find your, find your internal compass, find your truth, you know, like build internal resilience, face your face off with your fears. Like that's the work. That's the work, you know? And I really feel like that's the power of, of a man really comes down to uh, how, 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 how confident is he when it comes to facing fear? Because like fear is inevitable. We're always, we're always going to come up against fear in life. But the real warriors in this world are the ones that like, they recognize fear and they go, let's go right through it. Let's go. Um, and, I, and I really, I get inspired by that. I really do. When I see a, a man living that path or living that life, like it's inspiring and we need, we need more of it, you know? Mm. It's funny. I'm right now, as you're speaking that out, I got this journal next to me that one of my brothers gave me it was, it says live fearless on there. And, you know, there's, there's a path that, you know, we all are going to take where it's going to take us into the deepest of shadows. And yeah, out of, out of curiosity, what has been, you know, and just getting real and raw, what's been some of your deepest fears that you've had to go through and transcend? What, like, what's one thing that comes to mind as you tap into that? You know, there's been like some medicine journeys where it was terrifying, mm. like, you know, um, like the toad, the toad 5-MeO-DMT was, was a scary um, proposition the first time I did it because it was like death to me, death to my ego, death to my mind. But on the other side of it was a level of freedom that I've never experienced before. Um, you know, one of the biggest fears for me recently, like it's always coming up, coming up against your own um, limitations, your, your, the mind, the fear is in the mind, essentially, that's it, right? The body just wants to expand. The body has infinite potential, but the mind has all these limitations. And when you really test the mind to see how far you can go, um, it just breaks. It just, the mind just like snaps and falls apart. And then you like fully surrender into your power. Um, I had this like resilience retreat that I went to about a couple of months ago, which was like, it was like, eight hours of some of the most grueling physical training I've ever had to do. And throughout that whole time, my mind was like, you, you're going to die. You're not going to do it. You're not going to make it. <laughs> You've never, you're not going to get through this. This is the end. Like, how are you going to do this? And the more you keep pushing and the more you keep just like pushing your body, you realize you just, there's so much more in you than what you realize. There's so much more potential inside of you. And yeah, I came out the other side of that retreat with just this like feeling of, man, bring it on. Like nothing can touch me now. 
after I just got through that. Nothing I'm going to do in my day is ever going to be as hard as that. And that's how I feel about plant medicine work as well. You get through that, there's nothing in life that's going to be as hard as that. When you face your own death, like fucking how hard is it running a business? Like, come on, running a business is not that hard. (laughs) You're not going to be afraid of having that conversation that you've been putting off. So I really do feel like if you can find ways to to kind of face that that background fear of like, fuck, am I going to die? (laughs) Am I going to be okay? Am I going to survive here? The more you can just like get to that voice and just recognize that it's all an illusion. You're not going to die. And even when you do die, you're going to a much more beautiful place than here. And there's never a reason why you should not take action towards the thing you want to achieve or accomplish in this life because fear is the only thing stopping you. Um, but yeah, I think the other two main ones that come to mind right now is just some of the medicine journeys and that retreat was particularly uncomfortable and scary for me. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot there. And, and, you know, just speaking from the medicine path for a moment, just, the the really the depths that you have to go into for some of these journeys, I've had my fair share of different uh, types of medicines. Ayahuasca has tested me the most. And, uh, I definitely, you know, I think for me, the biggest thing that it really comes up when I was tuning into that and what you were saying is, and this comes up in my gene keys profile. I don't know how familiar mm. you are with the gene keys, but I do a lot of gene keys work with my, uh, with my clients cool. and in the gene keys speaking to the gene key 21, which is the shadow of control and the, the gift of authority and the city of valor. And this has been my purpose sphere of my, my, uh, gene key. So it's very embedded into all aspects of my life, specifically around my purpose and also within my relationships. And this idea of control and trying to control, and this is the mind, right? As you were speaking to the trying to control the outcomes, trying to control life, trying to control all of these circumstances. When the, when the gift here, if you can transcend that is to step into your own inner authority. And it's a really deep, uh, that within itself is a deep medicine journey of, of really what's shifted within me, like navigating that. But yeah, there's, there's a lot there. And I think with, with the mind and everything you were saying, it's like, it's always the mind that gets in, gets in the, in the way. And it's, how do you work with that and understand the deepest workings of the mind? Because it's so intricate and, and breaking that down and getting to that point where you can, you can go beyond that, you know, and that's not, that's not an easy thing, but that is the, like you were saying, the true warrior path. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think, you know, with the control part as well, like we, we have this like addiction to control. Um, it's more mm. prominent in men because men like to like rationalize things in their mind and try to like, you know, really plan over plan and over control everything. And surrendering control is, is a really a big element. Like, and you can practice that in like micro way, micro ways, just in your day, just like let go of needing to know how things are going to be or, or try to practice like doing what you feel in the day, do what feels good. Um, without trying mm-hmm. to live in your mind and try to like plan everything and have a structure. A lot of, a lot of men are overly structured. Um, um, and obviously there's a balance to that, but like coming back into a little bit more of a feminine intuitive flow in your day with a little bit of structure, in my opinion, has what's worked for me so well um, in, in terms of uh, efficiency and, and staying in flow. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. And I, I think, you know, I'm sure you probably have your own stories about what that's been like for you with your, you know, structuring. And then it's, yeah, it's that it's finding that middle ground and that balance. And, you know, I think 
for me personally, and I would love to know how this has been for you and your relationship with your own masculine power as well as your own feminine power and how you've worked with those energies. Because for me, it's been this, you know, I, I, interesting enough, I had this um, energy healing session a couple of years ago and with this woman, really profound shamanic experience. And she was speaking to my energies at the time. And she used this analogy that I, she's like, I'll use music for this case. She's like, your masculine is like playing a fucking heavy metal guitar and your, your feminine within you is playing this beautiful harp, but you can't hear the harp playing because the guitar is way too turned up. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, this is what, what we need to work with right now through this process. And that's been, you know, in the control aspect of this all goes in it's control and force. And like, you know, especially in business aspects of like, I need to make money. I, this is what I need to do. And actually just funny enough, I just saw your story earlier about how it's just like, yeah, how can you find that flow? How can you work less, but actually be more productive? And that's, there's, there's a balance there. And that really is the inner masculine and feminine dynamic playing out. So what, the, what, what has that been like for you? Yeah, that's, that's a great, great point to bring up um, because that's a part of the, the old paradigm, which going back to my dad, you know, for him to make money was like work really hard, work fucking hard and you have to sacrifice. And that, that paradigm now, like it no longer, it's no longer necessary. Like, yeah, you can do that for sure. You can go fucking hustle away out here in Western Australia. There's like mining, lots of mining people do FIFO. It's fly in, fly out work. So they fly up and work on the mines for 12 hour days, two weeks on one week off. It's fucking madness. I don't know how they do it. They sacrifice Jesus. half their life. It's horrible, but they get paid so much freaking money that it just lures people in. And they don't, people haven't recognized that that's the old way. You don't have to do that. When you find and connect with like your source, the source of who you are, that, that divine intelligence, that abundant life force energy that's back there, and you connect with that part of you, and you unlock this like channel of energy that moves through you, and then you channel that energy into something that's creative and you're passionate about it, work that you're passionate about. And you just start to produce this high value work from this, this energy that you've unlocked. That is the source of abundance and that's the source of value. As you start to bring more value to other people's life through your, your natural passions and your creative pursuits, it's only a matter of time before you start to receive the exchange of that. If you do the necessary work to, to clear out the blocks of you receiving, you start to get... The, the, the receiving of that because you're providing, you're giving value and it's just a receiving. And, and what actually happens is what I've noticed is the more time you spend connecting with the abundance, the life force, your, you know, your soul, your spirit, which is the, which is the, the bank account really at the end of the day, the more time you spend connecting with that and the higher your frequency goes, the higher the quality of everything that you do, the higher the quality of your work. And that's when you start to charge way more that's when you start to get paid way more and it's way less doing there's way less actual action required there's more actually more time and being for most people most people some people might be the opposite a lot of people in the spiritual community spend a lot of time in being and not doing the business stuff but for me it's been work way less work way less and cultivate a higher level of connection with with myself and with energy and then the quality of everything goes up and and Money is the exchange of that. Um, what's your thoughts around that as well? Mm, yeah, you, you brought up a lot there, man. I was really uh, soaking that in and just really feeling into everything you were saying. And I think 
Yeah, it's it's just honestly at the end of the day, it's just knowing your worth and and mm. not not just knowing it, but but embodying your worth. And that's been that's been the road for me. That's been the most difficult path. Is like you know the biggest the the deepest, um, darkest frequency for me that's always surfaced and still does from time to time. But I'm able to transmute it and transcend it a lot quicker, um, and and work through it. But is self doubt not believing in myself. And there's, there's the kind of the circle back to faith and really, you know, trusting in myself in my path. And I can finally say at this point right now, I'm like just in this complete flow because I've stepped into that and it's been, it's been a journey to get there. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, it's, it's, it's tough at times, but I think, you know, as you were saying, and just really providing value when you can understand. And that's the, that's, that's the point of all of this is like when you can understand who you are and you can, you can actually have this awareness and awareness is the first step to everything. And is in, is, is the most important thing. If you have awareness about who you are, your gifts, how you're here to serve the world and how you're here to step into that. And then you, you take action on that. That is the surefire way to creating everything you want to create and not having to do it in a hustle, grind, strive, mm -hmm. force, control type of way. It's just like, it just happens. And, and when you step into this vortex of, of actually letting go and surrendering while taking your necessary action steps, fuck man, it's so powerful. Big time, big time. And like you said, the first step is having the awareness to know what is my unique blueprint, my unique skill set or gift that I'm here to give to the world because everyone has it. You know what I mean? Everyone has something very special and unique that only they can provide. And I, I really believe it's our mission to discover what that is. And then the purpose is to bring that to the world. But most people don't even begin that discovery process. So they're, they're disconnected from their fucking, their gifts, which is such a shame because when you're, when you're coming from that place, man, it's, it's flow, right? It's, it's effortless. It's, it's fun life. That that's what life should be. If you're not having fun and you're not passionate, enjoying the process of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, what's the point? Straight out, what's the point? I have days like in my business that they're rare now, but some days I'm just like, oh, I'm not really enjoying this. It feels, I feel like I'm forcing something. Whenever that happens, I'm like, it's time to, it's time to just take a pause for a moment, reassess, something's out of alignment. Because if you're not enjoying the process, if you think some future outcome is better than what, what's happening right now, you're, you're, you're trapped, you're in an illusion and you'll miss life. So that, that's the constant reminder for, for me anyway, is like love the process, love every step of this journey. Because if you, yeah, if you miss that, you're missing life and we're missing the point. Well, and, and arguably the, the journey in itself is the purpose, right? It's like the refinement of self, the evolution of self and through that process. And of course, you know, having a gift and in, in a service or a product that you're providing the world that's creating value. I mean, that's, I, I mean, I love building things. I'm, I'm, you know, a lot, a lot of generator energy and, but when I'm following my excitement and I'm, I'm combining that together and that's, that's, that's the key to everything, right? It's, it's the excitement that you follow. And when you can do that every single day and it's like, wow, what happens from that space? And there's a, there's a Chandler, uh, Daryl Anka, he channels uh, yeah, Bashar. Bashar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's like his whole thing. He speaks to following your excitement. Like that's the secret to life. That's the secret to prosperity. That's the secret to you living your purpose. That's the secret to it all. It's just following your excitement, and that's 
pretty fucking simple yet in this complex human experience, we get so caught up in our minds and our, our like second guessing if that's right, if we should be doing that because we've been so conditioned not to do that. We've been conditioned to be a slave to a system, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, un- unhinging from that, unhooking from that, that, the indoctrination into thinking that we need to do something that that's not in our highest excitement to, to make money or to bro- to provide. And I think that's where the, you, you face that first main fear when you, when you go to step off that path and go, you know, I'm going to start that business or follow that passion and go in this direction. You're going to come up against all your fears because most of the time people stay in soul sucking jobs because it's, it's a form of coping. So they're too afraid to, to, to face the the discomfort that may arise so that's where the warrior journey begins as a man it's like you gotta eventually unhook yourself from the 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 comfort blanket and go after the thing that you're you really you're really here to do and that's when you get to put put to work your practices put to work the the spiritual disciplines the spiritual principles of acceptance surrender um like allowing you know just go hey cool this is scary i'm i'm afraid i need support and you learn so much through that process, as you know, right? That's where, that's where all the growth is, is like just deciding to go the path less traveled, go take the route, the unknown path. Um, and like, I'm about to go through that now again with, with traveling, man, I can, I can feel it in my mind. My mind, there's a little bit of fear around this like next chapter in my life because it's the unknown. I've just been here for two and a half years and my routine and my life. And I'm like, it's time to travel again. And I, that's a little bit scary because it's like, fuck, am I going to like, be on the road and run my business. But that's where I know the next level of growth is for me is embracing that unknown and learning to take those challenges. So we all know intuitively. Yeah. I think the question that we all asked through that process, which you brought up a good point, you know, through this, you know, this leaning into whatever it is, whether it's leaving your job or like in your case, traveling, it's, we don't know what's there. And I think, um, the easy way for the mind to kind of go into and the mind always good is going to go to the worst, right? It's like, what's the, what's going to happen? And you know, how am I going to do this? You know, and just getting that, that fearful, worrisome energy where it's like, how good can this get? You know, how, how, how incredible can this actually journey of me traveling and running my business? Can it, how can that be, you know, like how good can that, can that be? And you know, how many more people can I serve through that process? You know, and I, I already know that you're, you're embodied in that, but you know, I think that's the, the questions it's reverse engineering and going back from, okay, the mind is going to say, well, maybe this is scary and I shouldn't do this, but it's like, okay, well, let's start asking the, the positive reinforcement questions here. And then from that space, you're in a place of empowerment, but you know, it takes some time to get there as well. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well said. Um, the mind's always going to measure what you're going to lose and it can't see what you're going to gain. So yeah, that's the, that's the deeper level of trust, right? Surrender into the, the possibilities that might open up in your life, even though you can't see them right now, it's trusting the feeling, trusting that like the feeling that comes up in your body to go, this feels right. It doesn't make sense, but it feels right. That's, that's kind of the, the deeper level of intuitive guidance that you get access to. The more you become more sensitive to that world, you know, the felt sense world that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And intuition. Let's, let's talk about intuition for a second. Cause I think it's a, it's, it's an important, uh, part of the path. Obviously, as you tap deeper into who you are, you naturally tap into, well, your power, which is your inner wisdom and intuition and whatever you want to label it. But you know, that that's, it's the subtleties that mm-hmm. I think 
it's easy to get caught. So the mind is the monkey mind going round and round and round. Whereas the intuition is going to be super subtle and it's going to be oftentimes for some people, a felt body somatic experience, you know, some people getting visions or, you know, clairaudient hearing things. And it's the practice there's a, you know, and you might know this being from Australia, but in the, one of my favorite Oracle decks, the earth warrior, um, it, there's a card number 21 and the term is Dadiri, and it's an Aboriginal term for deep listening. Mm. And that card always stuck out to me whenever I'd, I'd get that card pretty often. And it's like spirit, like, Hey, fucking listen, stop, stop going around in a circle and actually sit your ass down and listen to what's being said underneath the surface. Cause yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know if that's always an easy place for many people to access and we all have it. It's just a matter of getting there. So what has been your experience with that? Dude, I love that. I really love that. Deep listening. Oof. You know, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I would say for my life that that has been the, the thing that's allowed me to connect with my intuition the most is deep listening. And for me, that looks like sometimes just sitting in, in meditation for an hour, hour and a half, or just sitting out in nature at a park and just listening, be still and really connect with that, that underlying intelligence that's there. And the more time you spend within that place or listening to that place, you don't have to worry about, Oh, what am I going to do next? Or how am I going to figure this out? Like you just listen and go, Hmm, this is the thing I need to go this way. Or I need to do this next we forget that it can be that simple straight up. It like really is that simple. Um, we just, you know, get in our heads so much and, and, and start comparing and looking at what other people are doing and go, Oh, I need, I want to have this. And we, we come from ego, but like deep listening, what does your soul really want to do? What does it really want to express? The only way you can connect with that is slow down, pause for a moment and just like tune in, <laughs> tune in uh, and wait. Straight out, that, that's another thing, man. I, I feel like just once you get to that place, people want the answer right away. And me, I'm like, I'm like this as well. It's like, oh, like, I want, what's the answer? What do I, what do, I do? No, 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 just, just wait. Might take a few days, might take a few weeks, but you'll know, you know, it, it comes, it, it comes through. And I'm sure you, you it have comes that through strong. as well. Yeah. It can come through. I mean, that the, the, the vision for, you know, what is transpiring, you know, under building this podcast and, and, and movement that I see being created through all of this has been just listening to spirit. Spirit's been knocking on my door for four or five years telling me, get your ass out there and start actually doing some men's work because you're qualified for this right now after all the stuff you've been through and sharing your story. So go ahead, get out and do it. But I just, I played small. I hesitated. I'm mm -hmm. like, nah, nah, I'm, I don't know if I'm good enough for this. Who's going to listen to me? You know, all the stories. And then, you know, you know, after my son was born, it was still a spirit knocking on my door. And then one day, uh, about a month ago, I got dropped by like, just like a ton of bricks and spirits like, no, you're doing this now. And it's like, just everything got torn apart. Everything got like literally obliterated from my fucking world. You know, like I, all these things with my relationship and all of these things with my work and all of, all of this was like, nope, it's gone. Start stepping into this and, and listen for once. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes time. it happens like that too, you yeah. know, it's, it's, but if we're astute and we actually listen, you know, from, from time to time, it doesn't have to be that ass kicking, but Correct. in this situation for me, it was. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> if it has to come through an ass kicking for some people, it, it does, you know, and for sure, sometimes it, it, it's, it's someone gets sick or you get sick or your body breaks down. And then sometimes that's like the spirit trying to say, Hey, fuck, you're going the wrong way. 
stop. <laughs> Straight out, man, the amount of people I see, I'm like, you're, you're a ticking time bomb. Like, if you keep mm -hmm. going down this path, like, life is going to fucking stop you. Um, and, and I think, unfortunately, that's probably what's going to happen for a lot of people in these next, like, few years because that old paradigm, that old way of doing things, just not, it's not going to work anymore. It's not going to work. It's, it's, it's too, it's too depleting. It's too, it's too, it's against like the, the natural flow of, of the universe and the planet. And this, there's, there's, there's such a big dichotomy happening right now. I can see it with people who are raising their frequency to a certain level and how they're operating business and how the old way is operating business. And I can like feel it right away. I'm like, I'm not going to do business with someone who's not supporting the natural evolution of the planet. Who's not contributing to the harmonious way of the planet. I'm not going to give my money to those people. I'm going to go do business elsewhere. I'm going to go hang out with these people. I'm going to go to these classes. You know, I'm going to go to these stores, these cafes. And it's, it's a Volvo die right now, man. I can feel it. You know, I can feel it. Mm. And it's, it's a good thing. It's a powerful time to be alive for sure. You know, yeah. and, and I think, uh, yeah, just, just recapping everything and, and tuning into, yeah, just really the last point you made in regards when we were speaking to intuition is, is the idea of just, okay let's just say you're a person listening to this right now and you want the simplest, most effective route at this moment to be able just to tune in for a moment. It's like you said, taking time just to sit. And, you know, I was, I was speaking to, uh, I don't know if you know him, his name is Darren Silver. He's uh he's a good dude, runs vision quests and men's Ooh. rites of passage stuff. And, and he speaks to just nature sits and literally finding the same spot every day, going to sit outside and just sit there you know, just 20 minutes and just sit there, just listen and practice listening and just presence. And, you know, over time, you know, the mind is going to, is going to go from here to there. Think about your to-do list and all that. But the more you're connecting in that space, the quicker, you know, and as you're connecting with your breath and, you know, all of that, it's, it's, it's the, it's the pathway to really tapping into that, those subtleties. And over a while, it's just like, okay, it becomes pretty easy to listen to that, you know? Yes, bro. I love, I love how you just mentioned that. Uh, because that's really, that's how you discover the joy of just being as well. The joy for just existing. Mm. And the, the, once you discover that you, you realize, wait a second, I don't, I don't need, there's not a lot of things I need in this world to feel whole, loved, connected, peaceful. Uh, and until someone discovers that they're always going to be chasing something. They're always going to be looking for like the next, you know, the next goal, the next thing to, to achieve. And what's making that process really difficult right now, because, you know, I'll put my hand up and saying, like, I'm, I'm finding that difficult. I know how important it is for me to make time to do that. But even when I make time for it now, it's like the mind is so overstimulated by technology, social media, just like bombardment of fucking noise that you try and sit and like your mind's just racing. And sometimes it takes me 20 minutes, 30 minutes to just like, oh, whew, get underneath it and finally find some clarity. Uh, so I would say if anyone's listening, don't, don't be discouraged. You know, if you sit and your mind is like fucking overactive and you're like, oh, I didn't get anything out of that. It didn't make any sense. Just stay true to that. Just trust, just be persistent because chances are, you, you know, if your mind is like, you, if you're looking at social media and devices and technology, it's going to take you a, you know, a, a bit of time to just un, unwind that to, you know, like just like slow your mind down a little bit to actually be able to tune in. So yeah, I would say that's, that's something I, I would remind people. Mm, 
Yeah, thank you for that reminder. And it really, actually, what we're talking about is really just the unwinding of the nervous system overall, because the nervous system is is the is the the somatic piece of all of this and the root that you know. And I, I've been facilitating teaching breath work for several years now, and you know, I always see always. I mean, I've I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of sessions and and group facilitation and. Every time, you know, the unwinding of the nervous system and what happens in that space, you know, sometimes it's pretty abrupt and pretty intense. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, a subtle process that you have to practice all the time. And, you know, and that's the thing, it's the stimulation from the fight or flight and the go, 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 go to the parasympathetic, calm, you know, grounded focused state. But, you know, that's a continuous process, especially when we're just being bombarded by so much all the time, the frequencies and, you know, the subtleties of the Mm -hmm. energies, but also the apparent you know, stuff with social media and also the, uh, just the messages we're receiving from everybody else. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a practice and that's what it is. And I, I, you know, you mentioned this in the beginning was just the discipline, the spiritual discipline to really just continue to work with yourself because it's, it's a, it's an evolution. It's a process. Yes, a hundred percent. And like you said, the subtleties of, of the bombardment is, is getting intense. You know, the 5G, the EMFs that are now hitting us in, we don't even realize that our nervous system is being taxed without knowing, which is why every single day you must get outside and get your feet in the grass, in the sand. You must get sunshine. You must breathe. You must move the body. You must have some form of like cold exposure these these are like foundations you know to keep to make sure the the nervous system is like clear and like staying off like stimulants like caffeine like i really reduced my caffeine consumption recently because i mm. realized it wasn't serving me it wasn't serving me at all um so yeah there's little things right there are all those subtleties but there are little things that if you really want to level up your your energetic potency you must focus on on that that keeping the vessel as clear as possible as clear as possible mm. You know, and this is the beautiful thing about where these conversations go, because, you know, we, we speak to all of these things, but you know, at the end of the day, for me, most important is keeping things grounded and simple. And, you know, that's sometimes tough to do in, in a, in a complex world. But I think what you just mentioned is really just the foundation of it all. And if you can just do that, even if you don't know what the fuck your purpose is or your gift is or anything like that right now, like whatever, you're like that mm. will come to you through this process, but that's the process to take. It's like, if you want to start somewhere, just literally create an extra 30 minutes in the morning, go outside, put, like you said, put your feet in the ground, you know, do some deep breathing, some cold exposure if you feel called to that and, and really just just connect with the earth. I mean, if we really want to bring it down to simplicity, it's like just connecting with nature because nature is, is, is the answers. It will give you the answers. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Nailed it. Nailed it. Like, oh man, if you can just prioritize your connection with nature, you'll, you'll get guidance. You'll get it. Like mm. go and find a tree. And like you said, every day sit for 20 minutes and connect with that tree and be like, ask the tree for guidance. Be like, show me, show me what to do. Show me what to express you'll get it. Like you'll straight out get it. Like it, it sounds like airy fairy and woo woo, but like we are coming from that same intelligence. Nature's intelligence is moving through us as well. So it's like the more you can learn from how nature operates, which is in cycles, in seasons, it's in full surrender to that. You re- realize that, holy shit, I'm, I go through cycles as well. I'm in seasons too. I'm not always in this mood where I want to like create and build things. Sometimes we go through a winter where it's like nature calls you inward. Sometimes you're being pulled outward. 
can you tune into that? You know, that's, that's, that's the subtlety, right? Mm, yep. Yep, exactly. And, uh, and I think, uh, once you get that and, and realize the interconnectedness of this whole experience, I mean, you're still going to have struggle. You're still going to have some tough times, but I think, you know, with that connection, which is, which is the key piece to this all, then all of the struggle, the challenges, the obstacles that come in the way you're, it's an embracing of it. And it's, it's a, it's going through it and, and, and understanding that, Hey, I can, I can get through this. And, uh, I think without that connection, that struggle, that challenge, that obstacle, obstacle gets a little bit harder, you know? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Nailed it, bro. Nailed it. Exactly. Hmm. I've really, uh, I've really enjoyed this drop and, you know, it's interesting because you know, when you bring somebody on that you don't really know, like I've had a couple of buddies come on and it's pretty easy cause I, I know them well. And it's like just being able to like kick it and just have a conversation, <laughs> but you know, you just never know is, you know, we haven't obviously connected before this and I just appreciate your authenticity and also just the, the groundedness that you're bringing to this whole work and, and, and everything that you're doing. And, um, yeah, I just think it's so important. And I, I, I one last point that I wanted to make that I, was going to say earlier when you're talking about tapping into your gifts, like you're a men's empowerment coach. You're, you're helping men to step into what we've been talking about today. You know, I'm doing similar work. I do it in my own way, but the key distinguished, you know, distinguishing factor here. And if men are kind of like, uh, well, I want to kind of pursue this and get into this, but there's so many people doing it. It's not about that. It's, it's about the frequency that you're bringing to that. You know, it's about the resonance that you're bringing to that, the light that you're bringing to that. Like, it could be a million. I'm, I wish there was more men's coaches. I, I hope there is, you know, I want more people to be doing this work and it's not, I don't take ownership of that. Like I'm just doing it in my way. You know, if it resonates great, if it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, but it's like more people just stepping into that and not, and not shying away from that because you might think of competition or, or stuff like that coming up. I just, I felt called to mention that from, from before. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. That's, that's the old paradigm, right? Competition. Yeah. There, there's no like if i see another man coming up doing this work fuck yes good we need we need more men doing this and um you know if like our content can be the catalyst to unlock something in another man or another person or the female as well to find their purpose to to step more into their power then that's our mission complete right and we all have our vehicles and our platforms of doing that um but i've just there's nothing that lights me up more, bro. Like nothing that fills my heart more than seeing another person like get benefit from a conversation, from a coaching call, from, you know, a piece of content and, and, and really like it clicks them onto like something that they needed. Uh, and I'm just like, man, I gotta, I just want to keep going. Just keep going. Like, you know, while, while I'm, while I'm in this phase of my life where I have this, 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 ex, 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 not even excitement, but just like this passion that this, this, this like real, you know, joy i just want to keep expressing keep helping more people on this path because uh, like we're saying offline the more you know the more men we have stepping into this work and leading this work the ripple effect that that's going to have collectively like I, I almost feel like one conscious embodied man who is being a leader is almost worth 10 unconscious mm. men leading maybe 100 ego yeah probably right you know and you just think about how much the world would shift we have men coming from this place, doing big things, leading in big ways, you know, impacting the world in a big way. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm like really grateful that I get to be a part of that, that, that transition. Yeah. I'm grateful you're doing it. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing, man. So, 
yeah, if anybody wants to touch base with you and kind of get in touch, I'm, you know, you give, give out your Instagram website, you know, however, whatever, whatever is alive and present for you right now. Yeah. Instagram is, is Jordan Canlish one Uh, TikTok is Jordan Canlish one And main thing I'm focusing on right now is I'm, I'm hosting a men's workshop on Thursday, this Thursday, um, around how to cultivate energetic discipline, how to raise your energetic potency. Um, it's around that spiritual discipline element that I spoke about earlier. Uh, and then I'll be relaunching my, my men's embodiment Academy in a couple of weeks. Um, that was the thing, bro, that like just brought so much fulfillment to my life to see other men doing this work. And it, the transformation that I got to witness in some of the guys was like confirmation to me that like, this is, this is my work right now. This is my purpose mm. here to do this work for men. So that's, that's my focus. If anyone resonates with these conversations or wants to reach out and connect further, DM me on Instagram. I'm usually pretty responsive on there, but yeah, bro, it's been a real joy to have this conversation. It's very nourishing, isn't it? To connect with another man who's another soul brother on this path, you know? So I appreciate you bringing me on here. Yeah, man, it's an honor. And I feel the same exact way. I mean, I started this because this is exactly what I wanted to do is just like, you know, have these types of conversations because I leave be feeling more fulfilled. And, and I, and my intention here is that there's other men that are listening to this that, you know, feel the same and feel that call. So yeah, man, it's been, it's been an honor and I appreciate everything uh, that you've expressed and, and really look forward to seeing the unfoldment and the growth of, of everything that you're doing and bringing to this work. So, so I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, man. Likewise. And yeah, we may cross paths again soon. I feel it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Bro.